Hello, everybody. Today is actually Friday, so you're going to be hearing this Saturday or later. Doing the episode a few days early because I'm going to be on vacation next week. So, while I'm enjoying myself, hopefully Shohei comes back to the lineup. It really sounds like he is close to coming back. But that being said, today is Friday, September 15th. And Shohei is not in the lineup for the Angels, who are opening up a series against the Tigers. For over a week now, Shohei's injury has been sort of listed as day-to-day, and he's been listed as probable to come back the next game, right? So every day you check the lineup, Shohei's not in it, and if you look under injuries, it says Otani, Oblique, day-to-day, and it says probable return, And it literally just says the next game. And it's been that way for over a week. Okay? Wednesday, for example. Shohei wasn't in the lineup, but he was listed as probable for today's game against the Tigers. Today comes, and Shohei's not in the lineup. However, today was a little different because there was sort of a a hint thrown out there that Shohei is pretty much ready and should be coming back tonight. Now, it is the seventh inning... And Shohei is not in the lineup, so I wouldn't hold my breath, guys. But just to reference that article for you, Phil Nevin said that Shohei was, in effect, close to coming back, but on Wednesday, he just it just wasn't the right day to go, was his quote. And so we had some optimism to hopefully see Shohei come back today. But like I said, it's 8.30, it's the seventh inning, and no show of Shohei. So of course I will keep you guys updated as I am keeping tabs on that game as it gets closer to the finish here. Uh, But through seven innings, no Shohei. And that just leaves two games left this week to maybe see Shohei both against the Tigers in Anaheim. But for the meantime, I think we can discuss some of the new articles and the new buzz that have come out regarding Shohei because of course He may not be playing, but we're still talking about him. That's how you know he's such a a massive player with a huge following, such a talented player, such a valuable player, is that he's not in the lineup. We're still talking about him. We're talking about where he might go next season. Really, we're talking about a lot. We're talking about the home run race. I could go on and on. Let's start with this new article about the Boston Red Sox. So it comes to us from inside the Red Sox a Fan Nation News Central site, which is powered by Sports Illustrated. And the article thinks that Shohei is going to end up in Boston during this offseason. And the interesting thing is that they think the reason he's being pulled is for two reasons. Number one, his relationship with the CEO of New Balance. So we've all seen the commercial with Shohei on the mound, smiling, looking good, wearing his New Balance apparel. Not a sponsor of the podcast, by the way. And the CEO is based out of Boston with New Balance, it sounds like. And Shohei is friends with the CEO. He's potentially spent some time in Boston and likes it. And you have the addition of his teammate from the Japanese Samurai National Team, Masataka Yoshida, playing, of course, in Boston And the other big story, actually, is that Masataka Yoshida is allegedly 
close to helping the Red Sox secure a big deal Japanese pitcher, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, to come to the Red Sox for next season, right? So a lot of speculation about what might happen for the Red Sox next season, and Shohei finds himself smack dab in the middle of it. However, ironically, the reason why Shohei may be going there is also potentially a reason for Shohei to not fit into the lineup. Masataka Yoshida is spending a lot of time at designated hitter. He rotates in and out between left field and designated hitter, doing two games at one, three games at the other. And whenever he's not DHing, a older veteran player in Justin Turner is playing DH. Justin Turner actually has played 90 games at DH to 30 by Masataki Yoshida. So between the two of them, they're pretty much solely eating up the DH position. Justin Turner has a player option to exercise and come back to the Red Sox next season. So if he does that, there's really not going to be much room left at that designated hitter position for Shohei to occupy. And if we look even further down the line, Rafael Devers is turning 27 in October. Still young, still can play the field. Of course, he's only maybe had two starts at designated hitter this season. But let's not forget, he's signed through 2033. That's 10 years from now. He's not going to be young in 10 years. And at some point, he's likely to eat up some of that DH time too. And we've been talking about this all summer. Shohei's not going to be a short contract. Shohei's going to be a multi-year contract for half of a billion dollars. All right. It just kind of seems like the Red Sox don't have an opening at designated hitter. Maybe... Justin Turner doesn't uh, exercise his option. Maybe Massa plays left field every single game of the season. It would certainly be an adjustment from what he did this season. And, you know, maybe Devers can continue to play the field. But uh, the Red Sox faithful are starting to notice that Rafael Devers is starting to regress at third base. In fact, he's on track to lead the American League's third baseman in errors for a sixth straight season. So you've got a bit of a problem here. I mean, don't get me wrong. Shohei to the Red Sox sounds like a good match. He can sure up that pitching rotation. Obviously not this coming season, maybe, but down the line. And then he can obviously add a big bat, which they also need. But it just seems like there's a lot getting in the way over the next five years. So, you know, it could just be romantic, wishful thinking to have Shohei in a Red Sox uniform next to Masa Yoshida and maybe Yamamoto as well in the starting rotation. But it's still one of the teams we're talking about. And just to be in the running for Shohei, it's certainly a good place to be, right? Anyways, let's talk Matt Olson. Let's talk the home run race. And at this point, it sadly feels like Shohei is no longer in the race. I mean, it's the 15th of September. Shohei's not back in the lineup. And Matt Olson is starting to run away with it. He has 51 home runs as of September 15th. And Pete Alonso has 44. Kyle Schwarber has 43. Shohei is still at 44. Okay, so Shohei's tied for second. But there's only 14 games left in this season for the Angels, and he is down 
seven home runs. All right? So Shohei would have to average one home run per two games just to tie Matt Olson. Not to mention, we don't know if Shohei is coming back tomorrow or even the next game. So, at this point, I think we should all adjust our expectations and just come to terms with the fact that Shohei is not going to win the race for homers this year. Matt Olson is likely going to take it unless Pete Alonso really has a stellar end to the season. And Kyle Schwarber is likely to pass Shohei. Um, so likely Shohei's going to be fourth unless Mookie Betts passes him. So that's where we're at right now. In case you were wondering about the American League, Luis Robert Jr. is not hitting many home runs. So Shohei remains nine ahead of him. And that's exactly where he was last Monday when we talked. If we look at the recent games played by Luis Robert Jr., let's see just how long it's been since he hit a home run. Yeah, he hit a home run on the 30th of October, and we haven't seen one since. So two weeks without a homer, really for both players. Although Shohei's obviously been out that time, Robert has been in the lineup and just isn't hitting dingers. So there you go, guys. I think it's pretty safe to say Shohei maintains the American League MVP award. However, I don't think he's going to have any chance of coming back and beating Matt Olson for the home run record or title, I should say. And I'm going to have one more story today, which is going to be a potential Shohei to the Dodgers story. And it's an interesting take. This story is from Dylan Hernandez of the LA Times. And he has an interesting take on the Shohei phenomenon. Basically, what Dylan is inferring is that every year, Shohei pushes his body past a point of comfortability. He enters a zone of fatigue and ultimately ends up getting injured, right? We saw it all season. He had the blisters and the broken fingernail on his pitching hand, but he's had the oblique injury. He has a torn UCL. It's been rough, right? And just in the last month or so, we really saw the effects of it. Shohei, he pitches every six days or so, but I mean... He leaves a game early in August because of a finger cramp. He skips his start two weeks later, and then he only registers four outs in the next start because he has a torn UCL. So clearly, workload's affecting him, and now it's starting to affect him from the plate too, right? The oblique. So the idea behind Dylan's article here is that Shohei needs to join a team that will instill a different mentality in Shohei, not a mentality that you have to grind to make the playoffs, that you have to be in the lineup every day because your team needs you. No, Shohei needs to go to a team that's going to make the playoffs even without Shohei. That way Shohei can play and maybe even pitch at a reduced pace so he can focus on being healthy for October. And he argues that the Dodgers is the team for him. And it's hard to argue that the Dodgers aren't the best. 
and making it to October. Now, everybody has something to say about the Dodgers' postseason history. I'm not going to get into that. But no one can deny that the Dodgers have really been the best in Major League Baseball over the last decade at winning its division and getting into the playoffs. So, if Shohei's on a team like the Braves or the Dodgers, who are already so powerful that they don't need Shohei to get into the playoffs, Shohei can play in that roster, take more rest. Once he's back to pitching, not pitch every six days, maybe skip starts on a higher frequency and stay healthy, whatever Shohei needs to do, and then come playoffs when the games are less often, he can get more rest, he can be healthy, he can help a team achieve the ultimate goal of winning a World Series. So, interesting article there by Dylan Hernandez of the Times. We will keep it a little shorter today just because I'm not going to BS you. There's not a whole lot going on. All we can do is continue to speculate about what team Shohei may go to because he's not playing games, right? But what we will do, just before we end it today, we'll take a look at the upcoming series and we'll see, you know, who might Shohei be facing if he does come back and and how might he do. So, first of all, last week we talked about this series against Detroit, but now that we know the starters for the last two games of the series, Sawyer Gibson Long pitches on Saturday for the Tigers. You may not have heard of him. He is a rookie and he only has one start to his name in Major League Baseball, but he has a 1-0 record, a 3.6 ERA, and a 0.8 whip. So he's got good numbers, but still, a rookie, not always going to be solid when you need him. And then Sunday, we've got Joey Wentz on the mound with a 2-11 and record and a 6.65 ERA. So somebody who's struggling this season, somebody that Shohei could maybe shake off the injury, shake off the rust of returning to Major League Baseball, potentially a storyline to look out for. And then remember, this episode's probably coming out Saturday morning, no episode on Monday. The next episode will probably come on a week from Tuesday, so a day late on the next one. But the Angels have the day off on Monday They're going to be on the road heading to Tampa to face a very good Tampa Bay Rays squad. Day one, they'll be facing off against Taj Bradley, who has a 5.56 ERA and a 5-7 record. That's a pitcher you can potentially get some hits off of, of course. He is a righty, and Shohei hits well against righties, and Shohei does well on the road. So keep that in mind. The next day, it looks like the Rays will have Aaron Chivale. And Aaron has good numbers. 7-3 record, 3.06 ERA. He's also a righty, though. Shohei does well there. If Shohei's back, he could do well against both of those pitchers. And then in the third and final game of that series, which is going to be Thursday, The Angels are going to be going up against Zach Eflin, who, of course, is one of the great pitchers on that squad. He has 14 wins on the season and a 3.5 ERA. So that's what's to expect going up against the Rays. The Angels will then head to Minneapolis to face the Twins, and they do not get a day of rest to go travel. So they're going from Florida to Minnesota 
to face the Twins. And it looks like the first game is going to have Pablo Lopez on the mound. 10-7 record, 3.4 ERA. Throws right-handed, which is good for Shohei. But after that, we don't know who the starters are going to be. Sure, we could speculate, but it's well over a week in advance. So you may not be right, so why bother speculating? What we can do is look at Shohei's numbers against the Twins over his career. And the funny thing here is that every season he has one homer against the Twins. That never changes. But what does change is his batting average. And sadly, it's gone down every season. As a rookie in 2018, he batted 375. As a sophomore, he batted 350 against the Twins. He didn't see the Twins again until 2021 when he batted 278. It went further down to 250 in 2022. And now through three games against the Twins this season in 2023, Shohei's batting 200 against the Twins. So there you have it. It's sort of been an interesting story where each year the Twins have maybe gotten better and Shohei has done slightly worse. But of course, it's a new day. We can see what Shohei does if, of course, he's even back playing games as a DH for the Angels this season, right? So that's what we're looking at ahead. And like I said, we'll probably put the next episode out a week from Tuesday. And that Monday starts a series against the Rangers. So that might be a fun one to watch if Shohei's back in the lineup just because of the narrative, right? You have the Texas Rangers struggling to get back into the playoff picture because they've been struggling as of late, and it's a very highly contested division, a division rival. It's always good baseball there. So tune in. We'll hope to see Shohei soon back in this lineup. Uh, But if not, I'll see you guys here on Tuesday, the 26th of September with an update. We'll see how we're doing. Thanks for listening to Otani Talk. As always, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Otani Talk, where we post some fun photos of Shohei throughout the week. You know you love seeing him having fun in that dugout, even if he's not playing, as well as updates about the podcast and what to expect. So have a great week. We'll see you in a little over a week with a new episode. And yeah, have a great weekend, everybody.